Hello and welcome back to Remember This, a podcast that is part book club, part TV and film vault and part time capsule as we take you back to all the childhood pop culture stuff you may or may not have consumed. I'm Matt Bentley Viney and I'm joined today by my wonderful wife, Gemma Bentley Viney. And Meg Bentley Viney is sat on my lap because she won't stop barking as we do the podcast. It's very cute, but also annoying and frustrating. This is a bumper episode. I don't think we need any small talk, any catching up. This is huge. We've we've done it. This is the big one. Matt's just saying that because he did nothing this weekend. Yeah, I just worked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is true. I didn't do anything. Matt worked all weekend. I went out to Stafford, went to engagement party went out clubbing, went to a club called, a small independent club, you might not have heard of it, called Vodka Reps, and then Poptastic, I think is what the other one was called. Oh. Not Pop World. Yeah, Pop World's a big one, isn't it? Poptastic. I think I've only just recovered. Oh dear. That's all right. But that's okay. You're allowed to do that when it's an engagement party. It's almost obligatory, isn't it? That you come home smelling a bit of sick and wanting to just sleep. I want to clarify. I was very classy and nice at the engagement party, I like to think. It was at the clubs later on where it affected me. But today we are living by our kind of little catchphrase at the start, by the introduction. You know, some things you may have consumed, some things you may not have consumed. We can, I say it every week, but I can guarantee you have watched or heard of one of these shows. The other one, I don't think any of you will know Oh, everyone's heard of both of these shows, I think. Really? Yeah. I didn't watch the second one, but I've heard of it. The first one needs no introduction, but we will still introduce it. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) It's Pokemon. (gasps) When it's like, do you remember this? I mean, I watched this the other day. There's so so much to talk about with Pokemon. That's the problem. I said maybe we should even just do a bumper episode on it. Perhaps we will do a special one day where we watch We'll just watch more episodes. episodes. We can watch the movie. We can play my Game Boy game of it. This is not the last time you will hear us talk about Pokemon. Maybe before we go into the episode we watched and the TV show, should we talk about kind of the backstory of Pokemon? Because I didn't realise the very first thing to come out of Pokemon... It's the Game Boy, wasn't it? ...was the Game Boy Mm. game. I thought it was the cards. I thought it was the cards too. That seemed like the natural thing, Mm. didn't it? But no, it was the Game Boy game. Uh, Pokemon Red, Pokemon Blue. And I like... I have got a fact for you. When you say a fact, is this like a Gemma trivia fact? No. Or is this like an actual <laughs> fact? Pokemon, also known as pocket monsters in Japan. How cute is that? A pocket monster. Oh, wait, that sounds like a euphemism, actually, doesn't it? It does a little bit. <laughs> but it also makes sense because um, Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon, digital monsters. Oh, my God. A pocket monster. Oh, you pocket monster, you. Yeah, I quite like that. That's quite a... It's a euphemistic term, but it's also quite affectionate. Oh, you little pocket monster. What you like? Meg's a little pocket monster. She is a little pocket monster. Did you own the Game Boy game? Were you one of those? I have a lot to say about Pokemon. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You're just going to ignore my question? I was a bit of a latecomer to the Pokemon world. My brother always had the cards, which I enjoyed, but I didn't have the cards. I remember looking at the cards and he had this folder and... Yeah, everyone had the folder. Everyone who was really into Pokemon had the folder. I had the folder. But I didn't own them myself. And I don't think there was a shared folder, but it was there. I remember actually one of my favourite videos that uh, me and Marcus produced was the one where he found his old Pokemon card set. And it was amazing. He had such a good collection. What was so, did you used to get the cards then? Did you collect them all? Yeah, I I, no, I didn't collect them all. But I remember getting the cards, you know, wanting the shinies, going down where Wimborne Market. Where would you Market. buy them? 
you could at the market they had loads people would but swap them at the market are you they're sure probably they were fake. Like, yeah they're probably Didn't, fake. is it not like when you'd go and get them from like your tesco's express kind yeah exactly where you can get them i mean was there such a thing as tesco express back in those days i don't know a one stop then maybe but you know yeah exactly they're that principle where you get your groceries and then they'll be at the front on the till like a scratch card cards. for children essentially yeah it's getting you into gambling from an early age, isn't it? Not really. It's like swapping. No, it is like gambling because you pay a certain amount of money, but you've got a statistical chance of either of getting, getting something rubbish or something amazing. And the more money you spend, the more likely you are apparently to get the good things. I remember Claire's Accessories used to do these little goodie bags and it would be like £2.50, but you didn't know what was inside it. My mum never used to let me get them. Now it'd be full of rubbish. And I was like, well, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. I mean, she was probably right, but I'd have liked to have bought enough of them to find out. I was huge on the game, loved it. Had all the iterations of the Game Boy game. So I had Pokemon Red and Blue. I think I shared it with my brother, actually. We both had it between us. Did you actually share it? No, seriously, I think we did. I can't really remember, but I'm almost certain we did. I bet you didn't. We did. We had... um, Pokemon Yellow, where Pikachu follows you around. That was my favourite. I'm so sad I didn't have that one. That was my absolute favourite game. It was amazing. And I think this was on... It started off from Game Boy Color, and then you got it on the Game Boy... Like, the the long one, if that makes sense. The big one. It was almost like a PSP. It would have, like, the buttons on both sides of yes. the screen. Do you know what my favourite game was? I think you would have liked this. Mm-hmm. Pokemon Pinball was an incredible <gasps> game. Oh. It was amazing. And that was on... I think it was on Game Boy. I do love Pinball. I, again... A bit of a latecomer to the Game Boy. My brother had a Game Boy and I did not have a Game Boy. The Game Boy colour, it was blue. And I basically had to wait for him to not want his Game Boy anymore. So you got the hand-me-down. So I could get it. Oh. And I remember it was quite sad because when I got it, it was like the end of Game Boy. So I used to really struggle to buy games for it. Oh, no. So it'd be like a macro at like the bottom of this bin. I'd find like a Scooby-Doo game <laughs> and it'd be like the best day ever. And having spent ages searching for these games because this was kind of pre-internet shopping. He had Pokemon Blue. Oh. Amazing. That was one with Blastoise on the front or Squirtle on the front, isn't it? Pokemon Red. You had uh, Charmander or Charizard on the front. Oh, such good games. And I loved Pokemon Stadium. That was also another favourite of mine. That was on the How many Pokemon games did you have? No, but my friend had this. I didn't own it because I didn't Uh, have a Nintendo. This was on the Nintendo SNES or I can't remember. 64. Must have been Nintendo 64. And Pokemon Stadium was amazing where basically you'd be in stadiums and your Pokemon would fight each other. Oh, so that's just a fighting game though, but with like Pokemon Browning? The pinball one was amazing. That's also just a pinball with Pokemon branding. I can't tell you how good it was, Jim. You would have loved it. It was really cute as well. The the game came as like a yellow colour and it was like Pikachu themed. And do you remember the console that was shaped like Pikachu? There was was a Nintendo. Let me show you because it's really cute. That is pretty cute. Look I mean, it, I, don't know, I don't know if that's a bit tacky. It's Pikachu. I don't know if that's a bit tacky, if I'm honest. I mean, Pokemon continues to be one of the biggest brands in the world in terms of like entertainment as a franchise. Mm. You know, you had Detective Pikachu out last year. Pokemon which, Go. A huge I hit. I play Pokemon Go every day. Pokemon Go was huge. We were walking around the streets of London all the time looking for Snorlax. What I liked about Pokemon Go is how it did bring people together, even in quite a lonely sometimes city such as London. We'd be walking around looking at our phone and you'd see other people walking around looking at their phones. Then you'd realise you're both looking for the same Snorlax. It reminds me of what it's like to have a dog now. 
where yeah. you speak to people and you just feel like a better person. It was so good while it lasted. It didn't last very long, did it? it lasted about a month maybe when everyone was going it was for it. It was a fad that lasted a whole summer. A whole summer. Give it a whole summer. I miss it. I loved it. <sighs> we haven't seen Detective Pikachu. No, mainly you refuse to. For, yeah, for personal reasons. I want to see it, but Ryan Reynolds being the voice of Pikachu, it might ruin Pikachu for me and it's just not worth the risk. But the thing is, Pikachu in this film, in the script, was always going to be talking, speaking English. Who do you have? Who's the perfect Pikachu? No, he doesn't. I don't. He shouldn't talk. So you don't think the film should exist? It can exist, but Pikachu is Pikachu. No, you but don't, you, can, you can't do you, you it You can then. change Ash, change Misty, change Squirtle. You do not. Pikachu is perfect. But, the whole point of Pikachu is Pikachu doesn't want to change and doesn't need to change. Why have you changed Pikachu? But if you can't tell, I'm quite passionate about Pokemon. <laughs> And um, well, you, not... you've got a bit of history of it as well, haven't you? I love the games, but you've got a more recent history <laughs> that I'd like to bring up. Not many people know this about me, but when I was in my final year of university... I think you had a bit of a breakdown or something. <laughs> there was just... A lot I, of people... I was working in a factory at the time, yeah. full time, and I would come round yours and what would you be doing instead of doing your dissertation or studying or anything like that? It wasn't even as if you were like out partying, drinking all yeah. the time because you're at uni. What were you doing, Gemma? Well, I was watching Pokemon and playing Pokemon at the same time because I managed to match the game to the TV show. So you're watching it and playing along, which I'm really proud of. I think not many people can claim that they've done that. But I think you're right. Like a lot of people, it was that time in uni where people freak out, stress, and people do this in different ways. A lot of them just drank too much, that sort of thing. I did what I do best and thought, you know what, let's just forget all about that for a moment. Let's just obsess over something odd for a little bit. When I was doing my A-levels, I think my friend Alex did it as well, actually. We just decided to reread our Jacqueline Wilson books. We were like, this is all a bit much. Let's have a nice break you and let's why, revisit it. You know why people do that? It's a source of comfort. Yeah. It's, a, it's like comfort food, but comfort telly. It is because that's exactly why people watch Friends and things. For me, it's like Peep Show. If I'm ever feeling really anxious or anything like that, I'll just stick on three episodes of Peep Show and I'll be loving it. But you went from the very first episode. How far did you get? I think I watched about 54. Oh my. I mean, actually, because I've seen how many they made, that's a drop in the ocean. But I didn't get to the new, I didn't get to any of the new characters. It was the original lineup that I saw. But this has a parallel for me to Dragon Ball Z, where I don't like it when, like you say, the lineup changes or the generation mm. changes. And it's like, oh no, I don't. When it all becomes too complicated and all of the Pokemon are called like these funny names. I'm like, no, where's, where's Ratata? <laughs> where's Squirtle? And what I will say is I remember making the conscious decision. I'm going to watch a kid's program. I didn't know what to watch. I was watching a lot of good telly as well. The first one I got into Black Mirror. But it is quite all quite a bit intense. How did you find it? Because we were struggling YouTube. to find full episodes. Yeah, but we watched it on YouTube. They've obviously all gone. Oh. They were all on YouTube. I remember, first of all, I watched the Pippi Longstocking movie, the cartoon version, which I loved. But it's just, it's like a movie. It was a VHS that I had. So it ends I watched it and I'm thinking, oh, I really enjoyed that and I really needed that. And I watched that maybe my second year. Yeah, I think it was my second year. So then in my third year, I was like, right, let's do that again. Let's watch something else in between writing. You need to watch something really comforting and kind of brain mush. You know, you don't need to concentrate. So I watched the Moomins and I'm thinking, oh, this is a bit, I can't binge watch the Moomins. It's just a bit, there's something a bit harrowing about the Moomins. <laughs> something a bit melancholy about the Moomins. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I think I tried a few others and I thought, 
all about Pokemon. And then you watch that first episode and it is just like, yes, this is it. But you are so annoying because I'll be there slaving away at work. Oh, please. Yeah, I'd get this. Last te- time, this last, that's the last job you did. That was any hard work. And then I got, I would get these texts through. Oh my God, I'm watching the saddest episode. Pikachu doesn't want to evolve. Oh no, Pikachu's so sweet. Why is he so lovely? And I'd be like, Jem, what are you doing? I think it was quite bad when you had come back I, I, from I, work. You were living at home and I don't think your parents knew that you were just sat there watching Pokemon all day. I mean, I did finish uni. It wasn't like I didn't finish <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I did do my uni work, but I just also, I should have done my dissertation on Pokemon. I should have just rewritten it all and made it about Pokemon. Could have made a Pokemon magazine. Oh, should have done that. But no, I know it got quite bad when I think I was meant to be getting ready for a night out. And then my friend came round, Jess came round, and I think I was just in my pajamas watching Pokemon. Like, You're not ready? And I'm like, nah, I'm just going to do this. It was when you would come back after work. What have you done today? And I'd be like, well, Team Rocket. You guess what Team Rocket did? And you're like, oh, okay, that's, that's what you've done today. So without further ado, Gemma, would you like to introduce Pokemon? My life has been leading up to this moment. Pokemon, also known as Pocket Monsters in Japan, is a media franchise managed by the Pokemon Company. The franchise was created by Satoshi Tajin, my apologies. You're doing so well with this. In 1995, and is centered on fictional creatures called which humans, known as Pokemon trainers, catch and train to battle each other for sport. I mean, this sounds terrible in hindsight, let's be honest, guys. The English slogan for the franchise is Gotta catch em all. Works within the franchise are set in the Pokemon universe. The franchise began as Pokemon Red and Green, later released outside of Japan as Pokemon Red and Blue, a pair of video games for the original Game Boy that were developed by Game Freak and published by Nintendo in February 1996. It soon became a media mix franchise adapted into various different media. Pokemon has since gone on to become the highest grossing media franchise of all time, with 90 billion in total franchise revenue. The original video game series is the second best selling video game franchise behind Mario, with more than 340 million copies sold and 1 billion mobile downloads. It spawned a hit anime television series that has become one of the most successful video game adaptions with over 20 seasons and 1,000 episodes in 169 countries. In addition, the Pokemon franchise includes the world's top-selling toy brand, the top-selling trading card game, with over 27.2 billion cards sold, an anime film series, a live-action film, books, manga comments, music, merchandise, and a theme park. The franchise is also represented in other Nintendo media such as the Super Smash Bros series. 
I didn't know they had a theme park. What the hell is this? I'm pretty sure it's in, um, I think it's in Tokyo. My God, it sounds amazing. I would love just loads of Pokemon tap. I'd be quite happy. I'm not Pokemon tap. I want Pikachu tap. Also, I just want to clarify. It's often seen as quite like a basic bitch thing to like Pikachu out of all of the Pokemon. Because obviously you've got so many Pokemon to choose from. And then if you're like, oh, my favorite's Pikachu, you sort of think, mm, not a real fan. But Pikachu is the best one. Well, obviously, Meg came with her name. But if I got to choose a pet name, it'd be Pika. Aww. Also, I wasn't that into the whole battling aspect. I used to find the battles quite boring. My favorite part was kind of the traveling. Like when they like go from town to town, they're like, oh, yes, we want an adventure. And they're all like walking along, they're all waddling next to each other. And Pikachu's there just by Ash's side. I was like, oh, where are we going to go next? And that's the kind of parts that I liked, not just in the TV show, but also in the game as well. I was always like, oh, I used to hate it when I'm just trying to have a nice wander. Like Pokemon keep coming up wanting to battle me. I'm like, I'm just trying to like have a walk around this town, actually. Like, what are you doing? That's why just I just wanted to clarify if someone's like being like judging me because Pikachu's my favorite. Pikachu should be everyone's favorite. If your favorite's like, oh no, but Charizard's the best one. Um, no, Charizard is really horrible and mean and annoying actually. Charmander's lovely, and it's really sad how they get Charmander. That's a lovely episode. So it's like, oh my favorite's Charizard. I'm like, well, someone is only interested in battling the Pokemon and not actually about their feelings. Also, Charizard is a boring choice too. It's an obvious one. Yeah. I think if you're not going Pikachu, then you need to go for something cool. Like an Eevee is quite a cool one. Eevee was always very pretty. I do like a Clefairy and a Jigglypuff. I really like the ghost ones. I think there's one called like Jemba or Junga or something like that. I really enjoyed... Gengar. It was Gengar. It was really scary. I really liked it in um, you went around like a haunted house or haunted hotel in the game. And that's mm. where you met all the ghosts and you didn't get to see the ghosts very often. So it's like really exciting to like go into this part of the game. You're like, oh, it's the dark part. That was always really good. If I was a Pokemon, I think I'd be Snorlax. You know, when you see those people do these things on Twitter, like choose five fictional characters, which are you. One of them for me would be Snorlax. Oh, dear. Do you know who is annoying? Meowtie. Is it Meowtie or just Meow? M- Mewtwo. Mewtwo? Or do you mean Meowth? Meow. The cat. Oh, yeah. I just couldn't deal with him. Mewtwo was a cool one. And everyone wanted Mew. That was like the, the really one rare the film. one. Yeah, from the film. Oh, the film's re- Also, the film. Honestly, it's so good. We might need to rewatch that because I have only ever seen it once. <gasps> I've watched it like four times. I've shown you the clips of it, though, recently. Oh, I love Pikachu. I don't even know what this was on. What were people watching this on? Was it Cartoon Network? Cartoon Network. It was also on CITV. Was it on CITV? Yeah. So that's where I must have watched it mm. to begin with. And also, I think it was like on Pop. Do you remember that was quite a, that was added quite later on to the kids' TV channels? It was like right, right, right at the end oh, of the list yeah. on Sky that I'd occasionally watch. Oh, okay. I just love Pokemon. I didn't like the rock ones. Oh, like, like Onyx. On, yeah. And Brock was an annoying character anyway, though. I didn't like I Brock. didn't like the fish either, actually. Yeah. Yeah, Misty and the, the fish, fish were a bit annoying. I wasn't that into the fish. A Psyduck, he was another one where you're like, oh. I oh, had yeah. so Psy. many Psyducks. I had Psy. so many. Jigglypuff's cute, though. I love Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. I don't think I ever caught Jigglypuff. a Jigglypuff in my Game Boy. Really? Yeah, I don't think I ever did. But should we talk about this episode we watched? We watched the pilot episode of Pokemon. So we can rewatch. Well, we, can, we could have started, you know, you're looking for a new show to watch, Matt. Well, because otherwise, where do you start? This is the thing. Like, where do you just drop in with Pokemon? Because it's like a story. It's like when we watched Big Kids, you had to watch that first episode. Do otherwise, you know, nothing makes sense. Do you know what Pikachu's favourite food is? Cherries. Nope. Peanut butter. No, but getting kind of closer, but not really. Chocolate. No. Do you mean to oh, know I do. No, I know what it is. Marmalade. 
No, that's Paddington. No, but I know what this is. You've told me before. Ice cream. Nope. Popcorn. No, it's ketchup. Oh. Pikachu loves ketchup and it's so cute. Before we go into the episode, what's your favourite episode of Pokemon? I really like, I think it's called Goodbye Pikachu, where Pikachu finds a land of Pikachus and they shake hands by like shaking their tails. Like, you know how the tail's like a lightning bolt? Yeah. And they all like hook on each other's lightning bolts and they like say like, hello, and they're like, Pika. Oh my God, it's so cute. There's also another episode, which I can't remember the name of, but it's a very early on episode, maybe like episode five. And it's when he's kind of got the core group. He's got his Squirtle, he's got his Bulbasaur, he's got his Charmander, he's got his Pikachu. So he's got kind of the core ones and they're up a mountain or something and it's really, really cold. And he's like freezing. So he's like, you all go in your Pokeballs so you won't like feel the cold. So he's like there on this mountain, all snowing, like shivering. And all the Pokemon keep coming out to hug him to like keep him oh. warm and he's like no no and back in your balls you go and then he puts them all back in there and they're like no no we're, we're coming you know they keep coming out and cuddling at him and then he kind of gives in and they all just like huddle together to keep warm that's very sweet it did have some lovely moments and even in the pilot episode it's very emotional high stakes in every episode i think my favorite episode when they first encounter the snorlax and it's stuck in the middle of the road that's do you incredible. remember and they got to try and get around it and yeah. it just takes them ages they don't know what to do and it's like oh god and i also really like the jigglypuff episode i think that's a funny one and yeah so going into the pilot episode we obviously have to start with the theme tune it's uh, it's just a 20 out of 10 isn't it it's amazing they made it for this tv show you can't fault it really do you know what i'd like to add that's underrated so if you remember when i was younger i used to find it annoying pikachu's jukebox where i just like do a song and it'd be like well, this is weird however there's one really good song which is the team rocket song team rocket rocket you do quite a good James. Do your James, see if you can do it. Well, you say I'm Jesse. I can't do her voice though, so I'm just going to say it normally. I'm Jesse. And I'm James. That was quite good. I mean, you've done it better. You've done it better. And I'm James. Maybe I overegged that. No. And I'm James. Oh, that was worse. No. I thought that was a good one. They'd be a good like Halloween costume. Or going as Team Rocket. Actually, no, you'd be Ash and I'd be Pikachu, let's be honest. So the pilot starts with it's like setting it all up basically. So Ash is watching on the TV a big battle between a Pokemon master and somebody else in the stadium. And he's like, one day I'm going to be a Pokemon master. As it turns out, he's just turned 10 and that means he can get his beginning Pokemon license. There's a lot of things I just skipped over at the start here. So to be honest, the first 10 minutes aren't amazing, but there are some cute moments. The most baffling thing in the first 10 minutes is that basically... Ash knows that the next morning he's going to choose who his starter Pokemon is. And he's really nervous. He's dreaming about it. He's like, oh, do I go for Bulbasaur or Charmander? Oh, no, but wait, what about Squirtle? And then somehow, even though he's obsessed with this and it's his number one goal, he oversleeps. He runs down to Professor Oak's uh, lab, I guess it is, and he's too late. There's a big crowd there and they're all cheering for Gary, which has got to be the most famous Gary ever. You never hear of Gary's in we've TV shows. We've already spoken about Gary and I was like, Gary Barlow, Gary Glitter. Now we've got Gary Oak. 
And he is Professor Oak's grandson, and he has got an amazing Pokemon, apparently. And to be fair, we, we do find out he's got an Eevee. So there's a lot of <gasps> nepotism in this TV does show. Does he actually? When does he does he say that in the episode? No, he doesn't say it. And yet you find uh... out later. Because he says, I've got an amazing Pokemon. Oh, it's good having a grandfather who says it. And he says that line and we're like, we're not on your side, Gary. Ash goes in and he's he's like, oh no, am I too late? Am I too late? And Oak says, you're not too late, but I haven't got many Pokemon left. He goes to open the three different Pokeballs and Oak says, actually, Ash, we've only got one Pokemon left, but I'm really worried about him. I don't think you should have him. But Ash is determined. He's going to be a Pokemon master. He has to take this Pokemon. And then little Pikachu pops out and he's the cutest little thing ever. But the problem is he goes off all the time and that is also a bit of a euphemism. But he electrifies them and he has a thunderbolt and he just does that all the time. And Ash is like, oh, great. Actually, no, Ash thinks it's really cute, doesn't he? Ash is in love with Pikachu from the very start. Pikachu isn't in love with him because he's like a rescue Pokemon almost. And he's a bit malfunctioning and he's not very happy and he won't even go in the Pokeball. And basically, if you don't know, Pokemon live in Pokeballs. That's why when you throw them out, it's like, go Onyx. And then they pop out and they go back in the Pokeball for like security and things like that. But Pikachu, for some reason, won't go in Pokeballs. He doesn't like them. So he just walks next to Ash. This is, again, a logic flaw. So we've already had that he overslept on the biggest night of his life. You would never do that. It's like oversleeping for an exam. You don't. No, you don't. Also, he's 10 and they just go off. And like, they, it's not like, oh, they're 10 now. They can do this thing. It's like they also leave. Like his mum's like packed more of these things because she's like, oh, I miss you so much. And he literally just leaves and goes off into the wild. It is a crazy concept when you break it down and put it in the real world context. It, it, it's weird. I'm going to say something really controversial. You know, everyone's like, oh, if I could live in a fantasy world, I'd live at Hogwarts. Oh, you live in Pokemon? I live in Pallet Town. In a really dangerous place. It's not as dangerous. Are you being serious? Compared to Hogwarts. Hogwarts is far more dangerous. You don't have... They, ghosts and they have to like put down the school because there's like an ogre in there and that's like in the first book and first oh, movie troll. where it's fine no but Gemma you'd hate it you're sent out from as a 10 year old you're sent out into well, how the old wild are you in, how old are you when you get sent to boarding school where there's like demons <laughs> what 12 is it, is it no it's yeah. 11 isn't it i think it's 11 isn't it, it i'd 12? rather i'd rather be 10 and going off and like just having pokemon you wouldn't like to have magic i'd rather have pikachu over magic i always used to say the world i would like to live in is two the matrix or dragon ball z and i'm looking forward to watching dragon ball z for this podcast they're both really rubbish ones so no i feel sorry for you you no. go live i wouldn't you go live in your stupid worlds no <laughs> And I'll live with Pikachu. Oh, it would be cute having Pikachu there all the time. I would it? just have Pikachus. I would just stay in the Pikachu land. Would you? Yeah, when it's just all the Pikachus, I'll be like, okay, I've set a base. Well, you'd be like the crazy cat lady of Pokemon. You'd yeah. just be there for all the Pikachus. Oh, it's the legend of the, the witch of the Pikachu layer. Yeah, I would just, I would only have Pikachus. And would you start, because you spend so much time with them, would you just speak in Pikachu? Would you just be like, Pika? I would understand what they're saying and I'd be able to speak to them. Also, there's a really funny bit in this episode where halfway through he goes, guess that Pokemon. 
I and mean, obviously it was Pikachu. We hadn't met any others yet, but so then, it just had to be that one. But the funny thing was, is that Pikachu's really cute. But when he's like, Pikachu! <laughs> this is horrible. That's not Pikachu. I used to hate that bit when I was watching when I was younger as well. I'd be like, guess that Pokemon. And it'd be like really obvious every time. It'd always be like, when it's a Snorlax episode, yeah. it's a Snorlax. Like we've just seen this Pokemon. But maybe this was the creators trying to like educate children as well it's like well, educate them on pokemon no but improving their memory and like learning to speak and like repetition what? no that's a load of rubbish <laughs> no it's not that's an absolute no, it's load not. of rubbish don't be stupid i think it's a nice thing they no it's not it's aimed at older children than that anyway Ash leaves town at the age of 10 with Pikachu and they encounter a pigeon, a Pidgey. Pidgeotto? No. No, it's a Pidgey because Pidgey's the first one, then it's Pidgeotto. Ah. Ash tries to catch it, but he can't because Pikachu won't fight him. So basically you have to fight these Pokemon and like knock them out and then you can own them. Horrible, really. It is a bit nasty when you think about it. It's like if we wanted to adopt a stray dog, you got to go and beat it first. And it's like, right, you're mine. And it's then you make them nice. all fight other dogs. This is horrible, actually. I don't like thinking about that. Part. It is. It is horrible. See, I wouldn't do that. I would just like look after all the Pikachus. I'd just live amongst them. I would make them fight each other. Pikachu won't fight. So he runs up a tree and thinks it's really funny. But then Ash gets in trouble because a sparrow comes down and they're actually a lot more dangerous. And there's flocks of them. It's like a scene from the birds. It's really scary. Finally, this is where it all gets very, very emotional and like high stakes. But Pikachu jumps in at the last minute to protect Ash. And that's when their bond is formed. And they're both there like, oh, they're both really hurt. And they run past Misty at one point. Misty's fishing at the lake. And then Ash, as a little obnoxious brat, steals her bike to take Pikachu to the hospital. And it's like, well, what's going to happen to Misty? There's a flock of sparrow coming down and he's just left her. How did they become friends? Also, Ash is really arrogant in this, like annoyingly so. Like, it's really like, oh, I will. He does so many monologues to himself yeah, and just does. to the world about how he's going to be the best Pokemon trainer of all. But then he's clearly terrible. Like, woke up late. His mum had to tell him, like, at 11 p.m., well, at least watch, you know, what options you have. Like, watch the video, <laughs> training video before tomorrow. And then he doesn't know how to fight. And then he's like, tries to, like, catch a Pokemon on his own. And then his Pokedex goes, like, no, that's not how it works. He's declaring that he's going to be the best one of all time. And I just sort of think, who is born or brought up to have that level of, I can do this? I don't know if this works, but he reminds me of when somebody first gets into stocks and shares and they're talking absolute crap about it and losing loads of money. But like, no, no, I've done this and I've read this. And I know all about it. And that's what he's like with yeah. Pokemon. Later. He's just winging it. He's got yeah. no idea what he's doing. And maybe it's also, it's the law of attraction because he's got this positive thinking and this positive attitude. We've not spoken about that in a while. So I like you saying that. <laughs> yeah. It's bringing that back. So yeah, he is an advert for mental wellness and confidence. Is he? I think he seems unhinged. Delusional. Uh, he is a bit delusional, actually. And that's where the episode ends. It's not a cliffhanger. It does like a weird monologue at the end of it going, Oh, yeah, oh that's hundreds of laughs. No, it was more than that. It's like, um, and return next time for incredible adventures, millions of laughs, fantastic times with Pikachu and the rest of the amazing Pokemon. It's like, what? Who? It's as if like this was the sales pitch and they forgot to take that bit out. I don't really know why that was in there. Actually, the, the, the narrator, like, full stop was a bit weird. He's at the start, Ash is just there looking in the mirror. He's like, this is Ash Ketchum. And it's like, why are you telling us this? We could probably just learn it. I can't fault it. 
There is nothing bad, really. I didn't like Pikachu's jukebox used to annoy me. Guess the Pokemon thing, pointless. But other than that, Ash is quite annoying, but most 10-year-old boys, I think, might be quite annoying. So there you go. It's accurate, if anything. I cannot fault the Pokemon pilot. No, 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 no. The pilot is amazing. We were both thoroughly entertained. It may sound like we've got a few gripes about it here and there, but I mean, it's still a solid like 9 out of 10 or something like that. It's amazing. It's a 10 out of 10 for me. Nothing is better than Pokemon. I could, I would choose to watch that over like award-winning dramas. Uh, and the sad thing is you actually would. I would choose that over many things i would choose that over most things that's why we've never finished true detective or like mind hunter isn't it because you're like i mean we could watch pokemon i like a lot of good telly let's not be silly i would say i'm very good with the netflix recommendations if i was single and had like a tinder buy or something i'd be like i can like i would you're like, dish like out. Ash. You're, you're, <laughs> it's rubbing out. off on you i'd like dish out netflix recommendations that'd be like my bio or whatever if we ever broke up you would turn into a pikachu furry and you'd go to conventions. Oh, you know what? And you'd, you'd, you'd be like really <laughs> like just off the wall. And everyone's like, where's Gemma this weekend? Oh, I think she's, she's dressed up as Pikachu again. <laughs> you know what? Why you not? Would. And you'd be like, your Tinder bio would just be looking for my ash. No, it'd be like, and it'd be you with can you little catch ears. me? Oh, God. <laughs> would, wouldn't it? That's a sad thing. And I'd be electrifying. Oh, <laughs> cringing. <laughs> But yeah, I don't think there's anything else to say about Pokemon. I, I mean, you're saying there that. Is. There, we've got too much to, to say. say. We've got too much to say, but we've been recording for a very long time. It's 11 o'clock at night. We've got work for, tomorrow. 45 minutes. I mean, Pokemon, yay. I think we should do, actually, bonus episodes when TV shows turn to movies. Because I always find that so interesting how they do it. So we could do that with Pokemon. Lizzie McGuire. Lizzie McGuire, Recess. Oh, I like the Recess movie. I yes, so I mean, and really they're good. always really weird. I always find because they can't just do a normal episode. So it always ends up being something huge. You know, like the Simpsons movie was really good, actually. Mm. No, it was because that impressed. was when they weren't making the best episodes, but they pulled it out of the bag for the film. You like Pokemon? You can email us at rememberthisquestionmark at gmail.com. Question mark is in the word question mark. Are you done with Pokemon now? Are you like, guys, enough's enough? Are you like, yeah, more Pokemon, please? This is my favourite episode. This is what I played. Pokemon facts. Here's Pokemon things. Email me them. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'll read it and reply. Can you believe there's over a thousand episodes of I it? think before I turn 30. Are people still watching it? I'm going to watch all of them. No, you won't. Before you I won't. turn 30. You're going to watch a thousand episodes of Pokemon. I'm going to go to the Pokemon theme park for my 30th birthday. That would be cool, actually. I wouldn't object to and that. And I'll dress up as Pikachu. I'll wear like a Pikachu. Okay. Or, or is well, it like Disney? I'm starting to is get Is it like worried. Disney where you can't dress up as a princess at Disney World if you're an adult because it looks a bit dodge? It will, yeah, it will look dodge. If you go down no, there No, what about Pokemon Pikachu. onesie? I wouldn't be like... I'm not like in a massive... Like, I actually look like Pikachu. I'd wear, like, a hoodie that's like a Pikachu thing. That'd be fine. You do you, Jim. But next up, Matt, would you like to introduce Clangers? Why are you saying it with a question mark at the end? Clangers? I'm asking, would you like to? And you go, yes. Yes, I would. This is the Earth. Our planet. Our home. It sails serenely through the vast emptiness of space, through the silent nothingness between the stars. But how silent is it? Silent to our ears, perhaps, 
But if we had ears that could hear the sound of radio waves, then the space between the stars would be far from... Clangers is a British stop-motion children's television series made of short films about a race of family of shrew-like creatures who live on and inside a small moon-like planet. They speak only in a whistled language. They eat only green soup supplied by the soup dragon and blue string pudding. Programs were originally broadcast on BBC One between 1969 and 1972, followed by a special episode which was broadcast in 1974. The series was revived in 2015 broadcast on CBeebies. Clangers won a BAFTA in the Best Preschool Animation category in 2015 and it has had five series and 150 episodes. Gemma, what did you think of Clangers? This was my first introduction to it because I kept saying, can we watch Clangers? Can we watch Clangers? And you're always like, what's that? What's Clangers? Well, no, I knew what Clangers was. I knew it was those things where they like whistle and stuff like that. I never watched the Clangers. Do you know what time it was on? What time? Really early in the morning. At like what time? Six early? o'clock. I was never up at six o'clock. Because I used to watch it when, if I was, because uh, I still do it now with work, but if I'd left homework <gasps> and I'd get up really early to do it. So I'd be up at like six o'clock. I'd be doing my homework and then, yeah, clangers would be on. And sometimes I'd finish early. So I'd get to go back to bed and I'd be like, oh, well, I'm going to let clangers put me to sleep. Ah, oh, that set you up for life, didn't it? That's what you. That is what you do now. That's how you edit the I podcast. I did it yesterday. <laughs> um, I well, that's why I don't get up for anything. No, but that's fine because I was actually listening to a podcast today about optimizing sleep. I love sleep. Well, did you know that? So most Americans only sleep on average six hours fifty minutes a day, and it's been proven that the like optimum amount of eight sleep hours. is eight hours in like fifteen minutes. I know that's why I always try and get eight hours. It's not good if you go over ten hours or even nine hours. Actually, I think eight hours is the sweet spot. But anyway, Clangers is lovely. It is a lovely, lovely TV show, and the episode we watched was really nice. I think there's a lot of influences here that spread out to like Mighty Boosh and things like that. Noel There's Fielding. There's a lot of creative ideas in here. Noel Fielding's referenced the Clangers quite a lot. I remember him often referencing them. It was a bit like Twilight Zone, but for like toddlers. That's how I would sell it. It's Twilight Zone for toddlers. The concept, even there, where it's like they it's bonkers, only isn't have green soup delivered by the soup dragon. And it's very odd. And also they have like a weird concept that they try. It's quite a lot to explain to a toddler. It is. I don't know if even I've grasped it yet, if I'm honest. They don't have time. So it's all about like, we have time zones where like one half of the planet, it's sunny and it's daytime. The other half of the planet is nighttime. But in Clangers land, is Clangers the name of the land or the people? No, Clangers are the people. It's on, they're just on like a moon. Okay, so on their planet, there is no time. So there's, it's like always nighttime, is it? So they have to decide when to work, when to get up. Yeah. But they do have a clock. So I don't understand how they kind of introduced it like that and then it just went to their clock and they're like, it's time for bed. Well, I think in this episode they did it specifically because the payoff of it is about people being asleep and waking them up, isn't it? So I don't know if it introduces it like that every single episode. I'm not sure. You need to watch it. It's obviously made in the 70s, so it wasn't made for us. So that's why it was probably on so early. I'm glad they remade it, though, in 2015. And do you know who narrated it this time? Noel Fielding. Michael Palin from Monty Python. No. That's lovely. I do love the 70s for kids TV shows. I do want to do a special, a Watch With Mothers special. When did it not be like this? Because it Bagpuss, the Clangers, Andy Pandy, it's all like twee and soft. 
often. Oh, and then why was our generation? Was it the eighties, maybe? Nah, where nah, nah, nah. it's just like loud noises and did like, this come from the eighties? Maybe is that when it changed? What maybe. what made it not be like that anymore? Oh, in the nineties, Jim. It, things being loud and in your face and annoying. It's, yeah, probably nineties. So I'm just really disappointed that i didn't didn't get all of these classics i had to kind of sort them out and get them on vhs from past times but no i really i thought clangers was lovely to watch it was delightful it's really cool all those shows and what you just named andy pandy bagpuss even poddington peas mr ben mr ben they're all really creative shows and there's a lot going on in all of them, but it's also so simple. It's like it's the perfect thing of something having packed of ideas, but they've boiled it down and they've just made it easy to watch. Whereas ours was like, this episode's about buses. Here's well, some pictures yeah. of some buses. We're going to go on a bus now. I guess one thing that's comparable that we had, I think Teletubbies is similar to this. Yeah, but it's bright and it's like, oh, giant green hills, purple and red aliens, a new news thing that like hoovers things up and is all like. But yeah, so other than that, though, the rest of it, it, there's not many things that are on the same sort of. It's just classic. Field, yeah. So it starts off like, oh, the clangers are going to bed. So you see the little mice, a little like pink woolen mice kind of go into their little they live in like these little holes and it's really cute so they go in the little holes they are sweet they also have this like instrument that's like a dog so it's like face is like a trumpet horn bit but then it's got like it's like a gramophone isn't it it's like a speaker oh i thought it was an instrument no no it is an instrument the, yeah but I, feel, I feel like the gold one was more of a gramophone whereas the other ones that come later were, were definitely like trumpets yeah but then it's got like the body it looks a bit like a dog it's making all of this noise and they're like oh no it's time for bed let's you know it's come and so they come out and they just put a blanket over it and they're like, oh, much better. Yeah. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know. So they're like, yeah. And then they go back to bed. They hear all of this like musical, this like noise. So they go out onto the planet bit and they see these flying trumpet things. They're like, oh, what's this? I hope they come in peace and I hope they're nice. And they come down. They start like doing all this like trumpeting. And then the voiceover is like, oh, no, these... These are not very nice and all. You know, and the, the clangers are lovely. They're always very polite. I didn't follow this because I didn't think the trumpeting was angry enough for me to interpret it as annoyance. I mean, the, the noises the clangers make up is quite annoying, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's quite not obnoxious, though. It's just like, oh, it's a bit. I think so many 70s children, though, would literally just hear a little bit of that noise and instantly go, oh, my God, it's clangers. That is a clanger. And that is another clanger. They seem to have a piece of rope. Well, Meg was loving the noise because they're very high pitched and she was enthralled by it. So then they're like, oh, they obviously annoyed. What do they want? Uh, you know, what do they want from us? And then all the trumpets go down into their little home and find the gramophone thing. And they're like making all these horrible noises to each other. And then they're like, oh, well, this isn't very good. And then one of the clangers comes in with a stick and starts being a composer. Is that what they're called? No. Yeah. What is the conductor. person? A conductor, that's the word. And starts like conducting them and it makes a lovely song and they all work really well together. But then... Then that's where it ended. No, but then they get annoyed because a lot of them are asleep. And they're like, not now. <laughs> Go to bed. It's me. <laughs> oh, that would be you. If you were in Clangerland, you would be so annoyed. I'd be going ballistic. Gemma is the angriest person in the world if you wake her up like half an hour before she's meant to get up. No, but I just, you know, sleep's really important to me. So I think it's really, really, really disrespect that. I, well, I disrespect her. 
Look, there's not many things that are really, really important to me. I mean, Pokemon is up there, but sleep, I love sleep well you once said to me you're happiest when you're sleeping I'm like Gemma you shouldn't say that to people that that's quite a worrying thing to say yeah I know I sometimes have to be careful when I kind of explain to people how much I love sleeping because I do think it well you're lucky because I know that you are a happy person I'm not depressed don't no. worry I just really, I just really. To be fair, I've love grown sleep. to love sleep more being with you because before I'd be like, yeah, I'd like a good lie when I was, you know, 16 or something. Whereas now I don't really have lions, but I do appreciate sleep. So I like it getting into bed and thinking, oh, I'm going to enjoy the sleep. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm always excited to go to sleep. You know, you get in the covers and they're all nice and crisp. I'm like, oh yes, this is going to be setting the alarm and thinking, oh, I've got a solid eight hours here. This is going to be amazing. I'm constantly excited to go to bed. How many people do you reckon are going to go to sleep straight after this? They're going to be like, oh, I fancy a little oh. nap actually. Oh. I'm tired now. I, I can go to sleep. I just love just getting into bed and going to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I can't remember what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it ends with them annoyed that they've woken them up. But then all the horns and stuff leave the planet and they say bye. And that's the Clangers. And that is the Clangers. A weird little quirky show, but definitely worth watching. I think it's... It's easy to put on in front of your kids, although the animation stuff now is probably a little bit rudimentary for them. No, I think that's lovely. No, I do too. But I'm just saying in the world of CGI and everything, if we had, it is dated. If we had children, I'm not being funny. I'm making sure they watch these like sort of things. I remember, oh, Josh was so annoyed when I bought this um, VHS, but I was like, I don't care. I bought Lion, Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe. And this is in the time. I loved Lion and the Witch in the This wardrobe. is in the time though that I think Harry Potter, like, these sort of movies were like coming out and I found Lion and the Witch in the Wardrobe and they're like puppets. Like they've put, the children are real, but Aslan is a puppet. What? Aslan's a puppet. And it is just like- Have you been down the fish and chip shop again? No, I bought it from Pastimes and oh, it was such a good movie. What with puppets? Yeah, well, me and my mum are actually going to go see in the next two weeks, maybe. We got tickets. I bought tickets for a birthday to see Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe. And what are we missing while oh, yeah. you're doing after, that? Um, a couple of weeks after I bought them, I got offered free tickets to see Liam Gallagher. And um, I was okay. like, oh, no, I can't. And they're like, what, what do you mean? Why? You really wanted to go? And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to go see Lion, the Witch and the Wardrobe with my mum. And for those who don't know, I was essentially in like an Oasis covers band we saw him at Glastonbury it's fine so, we might see him on the Thursday it's not a big deal we'll see that'd be such a good week for me though if I had like Liam Gallagher followed by Lion the Witch in the Wardrobe the next day <laughs> I mean what a two days that is that is I do like the, the contrast there both shows were great I really enjoyed both of them I thought Clangers I couldn't watch for any longer so I'm glad it ended when it did you know That's 10 minutes was the right amount of time they knew they knew and Pokemon it's just it is just a classic it's iconic I would honestly... Do you think it will still be as like respected in 50 years time? Yeah, they'll do something else. They'll do, do something new. Yeah, they will. And one last thing on Pokemon, because I, re- I was doing the research, I saw something really interesting. The creator is inspired by insect collecting. <gasps> oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I like that. And I was like, well, what a like lovely Like taxidermy well, no? No, no, not taxidermy, but like just going out and collecting them and... Um, oh, no, I'm less, I'm less impressed now. No, but still, it's like, it's born out of a curious curiosity for the world and that's what i like about it it's about discovery isn't it it's about going we're not ending this episode on that nonsense (laughs) (laughs) i love pokemon pokemon's great you should love it too i love everything about pokemon maybe i will from the guess that pokemon pikachu and ryan reynolds doing pikachu i mean (sighs) 
I really want to watch the film, but if I watch it and it makes me not like Pikachu, I just think that would actually take... You'd be gutted, wouldn't it, you? I honestly think it would ruin look, my life seen the trailer? The rest of them look so cute, all the Pokemon. Why do they... Why, why do they have to mess with Pikachu? Pikachu's perfect. I just... Oh. I've really I'm upset sorry, me. Gemma. I'm sorry, Well, let's not end it on a downer. We both love these TV shows. We would love to know what you think. But if you could rate this podcast on Apple Podcasts, we'd really appreciate it. Leave a review. Leave a review. We read all of our reviews. We We've do. had 11. Oh, less than that. <laughs> <laughs> 10. But we really Eight. appreciate... We've, well, we've had 30 reviews, but five written reviews. Five oh. comments. Oh, um, I'll write something nice, guys. But if you if you like this podcast and you've stuck with us, we'd really appreciate it if you could rate it or leave a comment or do something. And we thank you for that because we're all on this journey together. Who knows what we're going to do next? I'm not sure. It's going to struggle to top this episode, but we will manage it somehow. We will find something amazing to watch. So don't worry. But if you have any recommendations, write in, let us know. And yeah, you will see us next time. I've been Matt Bentley Viney. And I've been Gemma Bentley Viney. And I've been Meg Bentley Viney. Don't do that. She doesn't speak like that. Why would you do that? Are you trying to do what Ryan Reynolds did to Pikachu? <laughs> what are you doing? This has been Remember This. We'll see you next time. Bye. Have a nice week. Bye. Bye, guys. Don't. Love Meg. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's horrible. That's absolutely horrible. My name's Meg and I really like naps and food and walks. She doesn't like walks. You don't even know our dog. <laughs>